0: Hey, folks, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Relevance for Today. Once again, thank you. If this is your first time watching, thanks for tuning in and checking us out. We're over at Kingdom Community TV, as well as YouTube, Stephen Lewis Relevance for Today over there. And of course, we're on any podcast app with Relevance for Today podcast show and so forth. So thanks for tuning in. It's great to have you. Truly appreciate you folks being on the other end of my messages as we're getting closer to 300 episodes. Wow. Hey, with that being said, we're going to jump in. I hope you enjoyed the first part of this two-part series where we're talking about relationship with our Heavenly Father, but we're also talking about living that Christ-like life. And as I said before, it's time. The world needs us. The world needs Jesus, as you all know. I mean, it's, I could say that, drop the microphone and walk away. The world needs Jesus. But at the same time, if we do have Jesus Christ in our life, how do we become the men and women of God that we're supposed to be? And that's what I'm all about. It's like training and equipping, but at the same time, it's I'm about giving a basic teaching and sometimes I go deep, but I want to reach the people who just got saved, who are thinking about getting saved, some who've been saved for years, but have never dipped their toe in. And then, of course, I know many different mentors and discipleship programs and things like that that I'm going to be sharing with you folks in a few weeks also so to help you grow. It's about pushing you in the right direction because we can't do it for you no matter who that teacher is, who that minister is, we cannot do your relationship between you and God for you. It's like, you know, the old saying about children can't sit on the coattails of their parents and expect to get to heaven. You know what I mean? Like there's this parent escalator where on the parent escalator, the parent is leaning on the clouds and there's an escalator on his back and everybody that he's mentioned about Jesus, or if you grew up in the household, you get to freely just go up this escalator and go to heaven just because you know the person. No, it's about you having a personal relationship. Remember, you don't want to get up there on that day and him say, depart from me, I don't even know you. So you got to know him. It's a fact, folks. And just like I talked about in the previous episode about relationship, where I said, can you imagine, you're a man, you have a wife out there, she's waiting for you, she, you know all about her, but you only know about her through everybody else. Someone's told you about her, you've heard about all the things she's done, you heard she cares about you, you've heard that supposedly she sends you messages, but you never get the messages and so forth. Would that relationship really last? Husbands, you've heard this one too. In fact, Uh, The gentleman from Five Love Languages has shared this one, where if you never talk to your wife at all, you guys sleep in the same bed, yes, but you don't do anything. You don't talk, you don't kiss her, you don't rub her arms, you don't hug her or anything. You just go pass each other by until, let's say, you get hungry for dinner. And then you're like, hey, how about some fried chicken this Friday? Yeah, you know what's going to happen with that fried chicken. (laughs) But you get the point. If you don't talk to each other, if you don't show affection for each other, if you don't have a relationship at all, the relationship's going to die. Sadly, that situation does happen. It's uh, the saying, you know, when it comes to marriage, the same relationship for you folks that are married out there, it's, it's a statement that actually can help your relationship. And the statement is the relationship you have with your spouse right now while your children are home unfortunately it's going to be the same one some of the times it's going to be the same one you're going to have after your children are gone and moved out and gone to college or wherever they go find their careers and so forth so if you find yourself coming home and not talking to each other right now it's only going to get worse so that's why you have to take time and build that relationship date nights communicate with each other, have board games, do different things like that. Hey, kids, we're going out tonight. I'm taking mom out and we're going out to dinner. Whatever it might be, make sure you take time for yourself. Why am I going that way? Because we're talking about relationship. And if we're talking about relationship, we need to talk about marriage as well. Barb and I have been married for, it'll be 33 years come June 1st. And you work at it. It's not something where you're like, hocus pocus, boom, you put on the ring, poof. There's never problems and stress or anything like that. No. But till death do us part and then beyond. And it's about relationship. It's about loving one another. Just like I'm going to share some verses here coming up soon about some life verses and verses to help you with your walk with the Lord. But it's about relationship. It's about thinking about others more than yourself at times putting others first, the way God put us first over his son, amen? So think about that. That right there could be a, see, a a series on its own, you know, relationship. But the neat part about when it comes to explaining about relationship, the cool part is, when I'm sitting here talking about relationship with our Heavenly Father, relationship with Jesus, Relationship with the Holy Spirit, especially because the Holy Spirit's within you. The whole thing is you can relate it to real life, your children, your relationship with your children, your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with people that you know that you call friends or call them BFFs, best friends forever and so forth. But then you take a look at, okay, if I'm supposed to have a relationship with my heavenly father and I don't even talk to him. I don't even pray. I don't acknowledge the Holy Spirit, the gift he gave me within me. I don't even acknowledge that Jesus Christ saved us, that God sent him down. There's no relationship there. Same thing with your friends. And I don't want to beat this to death, but someone needs to hear this. I mean, it's even helping me because as I'm saying it, I'm thinking about some of the friends I haven't called in a while that, hey, I need to check on them, see how they're doing. But it's the same thing except for, you know that song, Jesus on the main line, tell them what you want. We've got the main line right here. And for the folks that are listening, I'm holding up one of my Bibles. We've got the main line right here. We've got the word of God right here. The teachings, the testimonies, 66 books in the Bible, full. The Old Testament, Jesus Christ concealed, the New Testament, Jesus Christ revealed. Jesus Christ is through this entire collection of books that were written by many different people that God chose to write, inspired by the Holy Spirit. We've got it right here, folks. And like I said it before in the previous episode, there's no reason why we shouldn't be in our word, reading our word daily. Take 10 minutes. You remember in some of my shows when I was like, how long does it take to make a piece of toast, right? By the time you go grab the bread, get the toaster out, plug it in if it's not plugged in already, go and sit down, grab your Bible, pull it out and read it. Because while the toast is going, you realize, oh shoot, there's no butter out. Now I got to soften the butter. So you put the butter in the microwave or whatever heating element you have, and then your butter's ready. Toast pops out, spread it on, boom. By the time you eat that toast, probably five minutes into it. What if you sat down and read your word for five minutes? It's that simple. Take a few minutes. How much time do we spend scrolling? You know, like Pastor Claudette Babin said, people make happen what they want to make happen. How much time do we spend doing this on our phones? Da-da-da, laughing, joking. Hey, listen, I'm pointing at myself because I do the same thing. We start sending videos back and forth laughing and and stuff like that, and before you know it, 30 minutes is gone. But what if you took 30 minutes also and said, you know what, I'm going to spend 30 minutes on my relationship with the Lord. I want to spend 30 minutes reading the Word. I want to spend 10 minutes praying, five minutes praying, five minutes being silent saying, Lord, I just want to hear from you, playing worship music in the background. That alone, telling your gadgets and things like that to play worship music, or even instrumental worship music, it changes the atmosphere of your home. It really does. But that's just a little bit of a spinoff from what I want to talk about. But it's about relationship once again. And so in this episode, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go ahead and continue on. We're talking about life versus. If you haven't watched the first episode, please be sure to go and watch it because the two are tied together. But I will share the definition of life verses again. For those who don't know what a life verse is, it's a scripture verse or verses from the Bible that speak to your heart in a personal and profound way. When you read these verses, hear them, or think of them in your mind, they capture how you live your life, how you define your faith walk, and what will lead your decisions each day. And so, and I explained that in the first one. So I won't get into detail about that. But I want to encourage you to search your Bibles and find a life verse or several. And some of you already have life verses, which is really nice. Like Flame Kateman, she's got a couple that she shares online, which is really cool. So here are some key verses that I want to share with you in this series to help you with your relationship with God and also how to live as a Christian in this day and age. And always remember, once again, the greatest commandments. I said it before, and I'll say it again because it's a really important passage of Scripture. The two greatest commandments. Matthew 22:34 34 through 40. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees with his reply, they met together to question him again. One of them, an expert in religious law, tried to trap him with this question. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law? Of Moses. Jesus replied, Love, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Boom. We're going to jump right on because I talked about that one last time. And of course, we must never forget what God did for us through Jesus. And of course, this is a great life verse for many. John three sixteen and 17. This is out of the New King James. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. 17, this one's key. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And I love sharing 17 as well to help remind us all as believers that if God didn't send Jesus to condemn the world, then we, pointing at Steve Lewis first, we need to be careful that we are not doing it as well. Amen? The saying, love the sinner and hate the sin, is key in this as we go out and represent Jesus to the world. Really important that we're not sitting back condemning people. We need to love the person. God created man in his own image. We botched it up and got it all crazy and twisted it and made all kinds of stuff. That's why he said, you have to be born again. So no matter how you feel or what you feel like you were born the first time, it doesn't matter. God said, be born again. Jesus said, be born again. Born squared, right? First born in sin, second born into a new life in Jesus Christ. Amen. So here we go. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, life verse for me for sure. I want to encourage you to get to know this verse and make it your own as well. Because these verses, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, I'm telling you, you base your life on this. You base base your lifestyle, how you interact with others, your Christian walk. I guarantee you, your life will be changed in a mighty way. I'm telling you right now. If you live your life based on these verses, your life will be changed as well as those around you. Here it is. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Love is key in all things, folks. No matter where you're at, even if you're thinking about having road rage because somebody cut you off, love them. Right? Forgive them. Stay focused. Raising your children, love them. No matter what. Love them. Love is key. In all things, you show someone love unconditionally, they're going to get sick and tired of it and just break. You get the person with the worst attitude on the planet and all you do is show love and respect to them. Watch how they change. And you may have to pray for some, but at the same time, you show the love. (laughs) I know some of you are thinking and thinking about names, not Fred. Fred would never change, but just trust me on that. Leave it at the Lord's feet. Love him. Amen. So at the same time, we must also keep him first in all things. Keep God first. So we want to look at Matthew 6.33 out of the New Living Translation. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And of course, righteous is right standing with God, and he will give you everything you need. Once again, Matthew 6.33 Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Amen. King Solomon wrote in Proverbs, and before I continue with that, when I was actually doing my notes and getting ready, getting my show notes done, I thought about, well, then people will say, well, I needed a car and I never got it, or I needed this, I never got it. And it's like, what do we need? Well, for starters, we need oxygen to breathe and even exist. Bam. We need moisture for our tear ducts. We need moisture for our eyes. or Our eyes will dry out. Our eyelids will dry out. Right? All the things going on in our bodies while we are off doing other things, including sitting back scrolling on our phones while we're scrolling on our phones. We're getting everything we need in our body for our bodies to actually operate while we're sitting there scrolling our life away. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, though? Those are things that we need. So think about that. It's really important, right? Seek him first. You'll get everything you need. Not our wants, not our desires, not our I want a new car with red ribbon on it. No, no, no. Think about things like oxygen, fresh air to breathe. Think about that. Life, waking up the next day and putting your feet on the ground. King Solomon wrote in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Amen. I love that one. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Put your own personal thoughts and feelings aside and focus on him. Make sense? Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. It's like, put your hand on your chest and step out into the trust realm and allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. And I can't express this point enough. It's just like when i always share about uh, indiana jones and the holy grail awesome movie um the bad guys shoot his father and when they do now indiana jones has to go and get the holy grail the cup that jesus drank out of bring back water and the water is going to heal the father well as he's going he's got his father's journal he's reading about it he gets to a point Where he comes out of this small hole in the side of a wall. And there's nothing. It's this dark chasm. And all the way on the other side is the room he needs to get to. The only way to get there is he has to have faith. He has to trust. He has to put his faith in believing he's going to be able to make it to the other side. So he puts his hand on his chest he sticks his foot out and takes the first step and he goes down a little bit. Then all of a sudden, boom, he hits a path and the path appears. And it's one of those goosebump moments because it's just like trusting the Lord with all your heart. Put your own personal thoughts aside and watch how the path clears. You know, Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. So as you're having faith, that he will guide you and lead you, and you're focusing on him, boom, the path appears that you need to be on and you go from there. And that's what it was like in that Indiana Jones movie. And I always share that when I'm talking about having faith and what faith is really like. It's trust and faith. And as King Solomon wrote, seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take or we can add which door to go through. Just like I said, Walking through godly doors in 2024, whatever year it might be, you know? Because as most of you know, every open door or opportunity is not God. Sometimes they are distractions to get you headed down the wrong path. It's all about surrendering to Him and allowing Him to lead you through the Holy Spirit. Sound good? Good example is just like in Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. Amen. As you trust him and surrender your life to him, you will start to change the way you think because of the Holy Spirit's leading within you. When you allow God to transform you through the Holy Spirit, your whole outlook on life will change. Look at me, for example. I'm sitting in my basement on one side of it with lights and all these things going because I want to help get the message about Jesus Christ out. I want to help people grow and live a Christ-like life and lead people to Christ, so they'll come to know him, so it'll be an eternity effort. It's about eternity, it's a kingdom thing. So I'm following the Holy Spirit's leading, and I'm down here doing what I was called to do, amen? And of course, like I said before, when you allow God to transform you through the Holy Spirit, your whole outlook on life will change. How you live, how you treat others, People will see and feel the love of Jesus in and through you. It's a fact, folks. Your relationship will grow stronger because you will be living a Christ-like life. And be sure to also allow trusted, godly leaders and mentors in your life. It's hard sometimes, but you have to pray about it. You'll know who to let in. What I mean by it's hard, it's not hard to be mentored. It's hard to find a good mentor. So you have to pray about it. Lord, show me the right person to sit up under. Show me the right person to come alongside so I can learn more about you. I can learn more about my calling. I can learn more about what you want me to do to help me grow in your word. But you'll know who to lend in because you can pray for God to show you the right ones. You will also know in your heart how they live their lives. You'll know by how they're living their lives and how they treat others because you need to watch and spectate. Pay attention to who you're connecting with and so forth. And then you'll say, you know what? They've got something I want. I wanna be, I wanna live a Christ-like life and I'm gonna follow after that guy right there because they're following the Lord. They're always in the word. They're always talking about the Lord. They're on fire for the Lord. Get next to those people, rub shoulders with them. You know the old saying, if you wanna be a millionaire, hang out with millionaires. If you wanna be, come closer to the Lord, Hang out with the Holy Spirit, <laughs> right? But come closer, get around people, learn, and go from there. And so my hope and prayer is that this episode, this two-part series, touch your life in a mighty way and will give you some encouragement as you learn to have a relationship with the Lord. And how you, as you learn how to lean on the Holy Spirit for guidance as well, I want to make sure you take the time out to do that. Listen, very important, listen grow, take your time, get in the Word, allow the Holy Spirit to work on you, right? And as you learn how to surrender your life to the Lord, He'll use you in mighty ways, no matter where you are or what you do in life. You might be at the workplace. It might be one of those situations where someone comes to you and just says, hey, I need you to pray for me. I don't know what it is about you, but I know you're a praying person. Can you pray for me? Or people will just come to you out of nowhere with problems and just start sharing their problems with you for no reason. Don't look at them like they're weird. Don't look at them like, I would never do such a thing. I can't believe they're doing that. No, what you need to do is realize who you are and who you are in Christ and the calling that the Holy Spirit has on your life because that individual sees something in you that maybe you don't even see. That's where this whole relationship, Christ-like living and growing is all about. So Ephesians, I want to share this one last thing with you for the prayer for today. You know, I always end my shows in prayer. Well, this time I'm ending with Paul's prayer. So the Apostle Paul, it's titled in Ephesians 3, verses 14 through 21, Paul's prayer for spiritual growth. And this is what I want to pray over your lives. This is Apostle Paul speaking. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. And here it is. I'm praying this for you today, friends, family, brothers and sisters in Christ all around the world. Those who haven't come to Christ yet, think about it. But here it is. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep His love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who is able, through His mighty power at work with us, to accomplish within us, To accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think glory to him in the church and in christ jesus through all generations forever and ever amen and i pray that right of you right now in the mighty name of jesus christ hey thank you all for watching i hope this show really helped you this two episodes really helped you out a lot if they did do me a favor leave a rating leave a review youtube uh, head over to kingdom community tv watch it over there leave us a review comment um as well as apple Podcasts, spotify and so much more do me a favor get over there subscribe please do me a favor help share the show so other people can get over to them and check them out hey thank you so much growing is what it's all about in this day and age we need some mature christians we need some followers in jesus christ who have a relationship with the father who know they're being guided by the Holy Spirit. It's time, folks, it's time, I can't say that enough. Thank you all for being there, listening on the other end. Hey, God bless, love you all, take care of yourselves, peace.